Good evening, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us. Um, we are about to get this party started. We're gonna have something really special for y'all and I'm really excited for what we're about to do this evening. So without much else to say, hello everyone. Good evening, I wanna welcome our special guest today, Pastor Denny Matthews, welcome sir. Good evening, Francis, <laughs> God bless you. Good evening, everyone. Thanks for joining us tonight. Yes, we really are... appreciate your company. Yes, yes, so excited to have you here, sir. Really grateful, glad you could make it down here. Yeah. I hope everyone's being blessed by the messages on PHB um, on Saturday, powerful message. Um, you also ministered, Minister's Dress, I posted these out to everyone in our community. And I was like, everyone should please hop on this real quick. Yeah. <laughs> And I'm so glad also for the invitation, yeah. you know, to come uh, on this platform to minister to God's people and the ones I've been doing since I came from Abuja. God bless you so much, Pastor Francis and Pastor Chinyo Sibo. And of course, Francis also. Thank you very much, <laughs> Charlie, for having me on this platform. Thank you. Awesome. Awesome. We thank God. Okay. So um, we've been on a journey for the past few weeks now, I think, yeah. about a month, I think, since... Um, yeah. So like the days of all like tabernacles atonement um trumpets okay. that was like a month ago september thereabout so okay. since that period of time we've been studying the jewish feasts and um it's been a journey from explaining passover getting born again okay. and we're approaching like the climax technically we kind of touched on it during tabernacles period like we had this brief summary i'm gonna put the diagram on the screen for everyone to see so okay. this is like our little illustration or guide we've been using all right and it's been this um little diagram here of the okay. Jewish feasts. All right. And that's been something we've been using as like a reference or guide thing or whatever. And um, so far we've covered all spring feasts and the Pen and Pentecost. Okay. And now we're in the fall feast specifically journeying um, kind of in atonement slash tabernacles there about or whatever, if any significance. And um, um, yes, we'd love to hear what you, you know, if you have anything <laughs> from the Lord on, on anything so far, like as far as the feasts are concerned in general, like their significance, yeah. importance. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I think one of the things that um, we will need to understand a lot as a people of God is that um, the feasts of the Lord are a type of templates that describe the beginnings of our journey with Christ until the end of it. And um, it's so important to understand the feast if we must understand the New Testament, because you see the New Testament um the apostles who wrote the scriptures did not write the scriptures from personal revelation right, right, right. you know uh they didn't receive new things right. it was the things that had been revealed before or that had been told god's people which was israel you know that had now been told or revealed in more specific ways in more usable ways in more perfect ways to god's new people which are composed of both the jews and the Gentiles. And I think, um, well, a lot of times when we don't know that, we try um, to like um, remove ourselves from the great understanding which these feasts can offer the believer, you understand? And then when we do that, it's like um, we're turning our back on our heritage, right, right, right. you know? Um, in the new season, in the season in which we are found ourselves, um, God wants more, um, God wants to go into specifics. God wants more accuracy. Right, right. Because we're in the season when the kingdom, when we trust that the kingdom is going to come. Yes, yes, yes. So God wants us to not just journey on, but know how far we have gone and uh, how much, um, where we are at in the journey. Just like we can evaluate and look at um, if a man is succeeding in business, oh, he got a land, he's building his house now. Oh, wow, it's doing well. Now he got a car now. Oh, wow, so, oh, wow, this guy's doing great. 
and then he built a second one. So, oh, wow, it's really doing well. And uh, his office is, is also, oh, wow. So God also, there are, um, there are landmarks on the spiritual uh, topography of our journey in Christ. That's good. That's we good. should be able to know where we are at yes, yes, yes. at every particular time. And that's one of the things that the Feast of the Lord has revealed. Well, maybe as we go on, yes, uh, yes, we'll be yes. able to talk about maybe the last three feasts, tabernacles. Awesome, awesome. Powerful word. Um, yes, isn't that wonderful? Um, the Lord gave us kind of like a map, um, a roadmap through the yeah. feasts. Yeah. And um, these landmarks are things that every believer en route to the fullness of Jesus Christ yeah. um, should be looking out for, if that makes sense. And, you know, tracking your own progress and making sure that um, your life is basically headed for the right destination. I feel like having these pointers is so crucial. And I love what you said, though, about how um, the revelation that the apostles had um, that is, you know, seemed to come out of nowhere was actually stuff that was said before, but the Holy Spirit was just bringing, like, understanding, you know, like the revelation of those things now, yeah. if that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. And I feel like this is something that's tied into our conference, um, okay. our Washington Prophetic Conference. Um, the theme was Christ. The blueprint of oh, future ages. ages. Yes, exactly. Just come. We have future yes. ages. And because of that, you will be looking at previous ages, the current age that we're in and the ages that are to come. And so um, the Holy Spirit is always offering like unique perspective on all of these things that he said before. Yeah. And I feel like that's so important that we're, we're going through every, you know, every single thing. There was a time when maybe sacrifices would have mm -hmm. been you getting an animal yeah, and chopping yeah, its head yeah, off. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but now it's the blood of Christ, blood of Jesus which has been offered once and for all yes, time. Yes, yes. Now, when the Lord told Moses to go up to the mountain to see, what Moses saw were eternal things, eternal truths, expressed in pictures, measurements, plants, and the harvest types, and different kinds of things that served the age that then was so uh, what i see about the feast is that um the feast and even the um the tabernacle i'm mean, talking about furnishings of tabernacle and you see that they all would they both correspond to one another yes, yes you know one of the things uh, i've seen is that um those things were eternal things in christ there were eternal things in Christ. Yes, yes, yes. Um, but for that generation, God brought them down in solid, lifeless pictures. Right, right. You get. Mm. Uh -huh. Like I said, lifeless because you see, mm. the menorah yes, is just yes. gold. It's yes. pure gold, beaten out. Doesn't have any life much. You see, not no life at all. But when we when the Lord began to interpret what it means, He says, "These are the seven churches." Yes, yes. So we know that. Wow. <laughs> Come on. This, this, the seven churches had been in God. Yes, yes. Ooh, wow. from eternal past. Wow, you get. Yes. yes so, yes. but mm. when Moses saw it, mm. he showed it to Moses in this form of wow. the menorah. Mm. So, he, and he said, the, "The light must never go out." Yes. Because the wow. Lord was looking at the fact that the, the church must keep shining yes, the light. Yes. And Jesus said, "Let your light so shine." Come on. That men may see the good works, your good works, and then bring glory to your Father which is in heaven. Right. <laughs> you get. Wow. So also the feast of the Lord, Passover had been dead. The Bible calls him the Lamb of God that was slain before the foundation of the world. Yes, yes, but yes. what he saw at that time was a Lamb that was killed. So that was the expression of that eternal truth in God for yes, yes. their age. Yes, but yes. when Christ came, he fulfilled that which was in the heart of the father yes yes, yes yes you know and all that so um yes god may have changed the way it was expressed physically yes, yes. but the truth that's of right. those twists right. are still as true as when moses saw it that's in good. the mountain that's powerful yeah. i love the way he said that i don't know if you all felt that when you specifically said that when moses went up he encountered eternal things that yeah. really ministered to me powerfully yeah, yeah. Wow, I love that. So Christ is the eternal thing that he bore witness to. Yeah. But then in each age, he has like a unique way of expressing. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. yes. Man, yeah. So because all of those things, are, I like what you also said, that Christ is that eternal thing. Yes, yes. So yes. all of these are in Christ. Yes, yes. They yes. are um, landmarks in our journeys to Christ. Come on, come on. 
their landmarks. For example, mm. uh, I'm sorry if I'm taking you a little bit maybe forward than um, you might have intended, but I'm looking at what the part you're in so that I don't take you back to Passover and take our viewers back to Passover and Pentecost. But we're just concentrating on the last feast of the seventh month, the last three feasts of the seventh month. All of them have been expressed um, in, in the revelation of Jesus Christ. Because I always say the book of Revelation actually means the, re the revealing of Christ, yes, how yes. Christ is revealed. Yes, yes, yes. You know, you see uh, the Feast of Trumpets explained by in Revelation chapter 8, mm -hmm. when the seven, seven angels, right. you know, began to come out and each one of them was giving their trumpets. That's right, that's right. Because, and we also related that to, as the book of Revelation also does, related it to the golden altar of incense. Because yes, yes, yes. whatever happened in Revelation chapter 8 was that which was precipitated by the activities around the golden altar of incense. Because that was the place where yes, the prayer yes. of all saints that's right, that's right. were offered up unto God. That's right. And as a result of those prayers, the angel which was uh, at the altar, which is the high priest, the Lord himself, because it was the revelation of Jesus Christ, threw down the censer. And there were, there were thunderings, there were lightnings, and there were earthquakes. So, and all of that signify thunderings, you know, um, speakings that may not be understandable. You know, so right. some say they thundered. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. And then earthquakes are also results of judgments, yes. you know, and all that. So all of those things were foreshadowed and said, these are the things you're going to expect. Then the, then the feast, the seven, the seven priests came out with trumpets right. and one blue, one blue. And what we are seeing was the feast of trumpets seven times. And he said, if you look at the, they, they are going around the walls of Jericho. Yes, so you're going yes. to go seven seven days, seven days. Seven and then on the seventh day, you're going to go seven, seven times. times yes, and yes. then you begin to blow the trumpet. That's right, that's right. So, so God was trying to break down the, uh, that which prevents us from coming into the promised land. That's good. Oof. oof. <laughs> so that. Ultimately, that's what the Feast of Trumpet does. Yeah, but it is an internal thing. That's right. Because it is not so much of the hindrance of the external. Yes, right. It is, they are the hindrance yes. that hinders us. Yes. Because once the hindrances within us are destroyed, yes. then the old heavens, they lose that's hold right. of us. They yes. can't. They can't hold us in their grips anymore. So, yeah. Okay, let me just <laughs> stop there a bit That's so that awesome. I know we can continue. Yeah. I love that. Um, what, something that really hit me, you know, when you were speaking was on how, you know, like this, our journey in Christ, there's specific, you know, everything's about, yes, breaking those hindrances. Yeah. But there's this alarm that, you know, with the seven trumpets where you actually see them all cascading. Yes. And at the end of that is that atonement and then tabernacle. Yes. Day. So yes. you discover indwelling with the Lord that has always been in us, yes, but then there's now the experience of that, yes. a manifold and you know, very tangible experience of that beyond maybe a vision or an encounter or a prophetic yeah. word, or maybe even like an emotional response to reality in Christ, but a reality that is you know, shouting at you for that makes yeah. sense or whatever it is. Yeah, and then I, I, if I may say this also, you see, the, when the trumpets began to sound, when the trumpet began to sound, um, People may interpret it to me. Okay, the first trumpet that sounded, the scripture says there were hills mm. and there were uh, hills and fire mixed with blood. Yes, yes, yes. I, I, and what does that mean to us? <laughs> because God was bringing us to tabernacles. You no, know, we're just opposing between the feasts and the furnishings of the temple. Yes, yes. Now, yes. So. you know, <laughs> um, so what did we see there? How, now, what one secret the Lord has given me is that if you don't understand the beginning, fast forward like you're watching a movie and your heart is beating. I think going to kill this guy. Just fast forward and go and take the guy is alive. Okay, so when you come back again to the beginning, you can watch it a little bit of <laughs> you know of joy and all that. Now, so when you fast forward to the end of the trumpets, you see that he said, and when the when the seventh angel began to sound the mysteries of God were finished. That's good. That's good. So the trumpets were mechanisms by which the mysteries of God were supplied That's good. to be seen, That's good. which would bring the manifestation of the sons of God, which Come brings on. us to the Feast of Tabernacles, That's good. That's good. which is actually the great day of atonement also, because right. 
Yeah, because it's atonement. You know, atonement is the next thing to tabernacles. Yes, yes. And the, so you know that the the golden altar of incense in the holy place is the next to the that's right. to the ark. That's right. that's After that, you go to see the ark. Yes. And that's why by Revelation chapter eleven, you will see that it says, and the temple of God was opened. The yes. ark of God was seen. Because it's actually a journey to the ark. So now I said about the um, the blowing of the trumpets. Um, when the first thing that we see is that there was uh, there was um, fire and hail mixed with blood. Where does, did that happen? It happened in Egypt. This was the judgment of oh, God in one wow. of the plagues. Wow! Yes, right, yes. Right, right. He said, huh. "I'm going to bring plague, a plague mm. of hail yes. next." Yes. Next tomorrow or tomorrow, mm. take away your um, your cattle livestock. out of the field, yes. your livestock. Yes. But they refused That's because right. they didn't know the Lord. So mm. the judgment of God came upon him. Right. Upon them. So you will know that this is like mm. the enemies of God are being judged to release God's people. That's good. That's good. And this is also atonement mm. because as we are clean, in, on the day of atonement, the, the high priest goes into the... Um, temple bearing the blood mm. or the sacrifice mm. and then it, it makes atonement for God's people you know and they, that atonement has been done in Christ yes, sure. but in us that thing is still working That's right. just as in, we can ask God for forgiveness and forgive us so he's still working but there is forgiveness and there is cleansing and the two of them have been taken care of by that atonement That's right. That's right. so we can keep committing sin and asking God to forgive and he forgives. But we can also be cleansed. And the blood of Christ also cleanses our soul. We lose the capacity. That's right. And the we we deliberately by ourselves give up the capacity to continue in the sin. That's good. So what that is atonement as it happens to us now. There's another part of it which is forgiveness of sins. And Lord forgive me, but there's a time when we stop, Lord forgive me, and then we have overcome. But in order to bring that overcoming, God has to bring judgment. That's ah, right. That's ah. right. That's you know, hail is um like Preston Ebby says, hail is water. You know, there's a part of the world where the Lord washes us. That's soft. But when the Lord brings hail, <laughs> heavy, heavy water. <laughs> heavy, has knock, <laughs> no longer washing, is knocking the thing out of you. Wow. Come on. Yeah. So the enemies of God who did not know the Lord, who asked, Who is the Lord that I may release him? Mm. They left their cattle there and the judgment came. So that's the blood you see. Right. And yes. then their servants were also there. That is blood you see running aground mm. with the hail and the fire. Mm. So this signifies the judgment of God. And so when you see the trumpet, mm. you see that these are judgments released on the things that affect man. You understand? So, and this is also a part of the great day, I mean, of atonement, the feast of the great day of atonement. It symbolizes yes. it. And it symbolizes also the ministry of incense. Because it is through the altar of incense, it is at the altar of incense that the prayer of all saints yes, yes, is yes. offered That's unto right. God right. and is mixed with, um, uh, with incense yes. because why is it mean incense so that it could be acceptable to god yes, yes yes because the lord says that we do not know how to pray as we are taught so the holy ghost is part of the incense which helps us so the prayer of all saints is regarded by the lord as lord thy kingdom come that's good when yes. somebody is sick and oh god this sickness oh he is saying lord if you were here that's right I will not be sick. When a believer I say, oh, Lord, deliver me from this sin. Lord, if you were governor come of my on, life, I will not be sick. So because of that, God released the judgment to deal with the enemies of God within us. This is a fulfillment That's in good. real terms, in living terms of this video Because without this, we can't experience tabernacles. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> wow. That's so yeah. powerful. Um, there's two yeah. things. You know, when you spoke about the word, I remember, um, I think it's Prince of Egypt. Um, when they had like this, um, the, the Christian musical cartoon yeah. animation, um, when the plagues were coming, 
the line about the hail, he literally says, I send a plague of burning ice. Yeah. I think oh, that's so oh, cool. So when you said that, that's what came to my mind. Yes. Like, wow. Yes. So God's word, like a fire, but then yes. mm, the weight um, of that. Yes. Mm, yes. Wow. Knocks <laughs> that thing away from us. <laughs> you know? Right. And then, you know, when you look at the hail, fire, and blood, is that if they are our experiences. Yes, yes, yes. God may withhold certain goodness. Mm. We will know. And he will tell us, okay, leave this so I can give you this. Right, right. And then we'll go to fire. That's you right. Know, so that and all that. So, and then God does certain knocks. He releases them first by his word. The word is taught to us. Yes, yes, yes. And then affliction comes because right. of the word, word that sake. is taught to us yes. for the word's sake. Yes, 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 not right. so to kill us, not so to destroy us, but so we could live the life of the word. That's good. You understand? So if people can understand that, we will embrace this and we will understand and know that our journey is not really material. Mm. It is towards the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. And they will begin to measure church growth and the believer's growth on that basis. That's right. Mm. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So even like when you, um, let me just write this down here. <laughs> okay. <laughs> because um, so basically um, I'm seeing like, this is something that we've been on really looking at the feast from the initial, um, the first time that they happened, or like the, okay. well, I say conception, like the, the, there's events that triggered this, or in God's response to some events in Israel's history, there'll be a, a release from God, like uh, something unlocked in heavens, and God will say, get a lamb, da -da 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 -da. Yes. or something would happen on Sinai, you know, you know, that's Pentecost or whatever. And so yes, yes. each of these, it's like, we know we have this map we've been using the first time something happened. Yes. And then the official inauguration of Leviticus 23. Yeah. And then maybe a historical one, maybe at some point in church history. But then the major one is the fulfillment in us that in you're us. emphasizing. Yeah. Yes, yes, yeah. And I that's what the book of Revelation emphasizes. And the yes. epistles of the... That's right. That's right, that's right. Awesome, awesome. Um, something <laughs> that's um, really so like another trend that we've really been leaning into is um, because... Because of the scope of the book of Revelations, yeah. um, while we're concerned about ourselves, so like the map we've been on is, so the first the triggering event, the inauguration of Leviticus 23, yes. and um, like the, the body coming into it. So for, like, for example, yeah. there is like, um, when did Passover happen? When Jesus Christ crucified? When did Pentecost happen? The day of Pentecost? So yes. that's like the, those are like the um, fulfillments in the New Testament, I the guess New I would Testament say. Within the church age. Yes, yeah, within yeah. Church, exactly. Yes. The general fulfillment of it. Yeah. There is a general fulfillment of it, and every one of us take our experiences from that general fulfillment. That's right. Yeah. That's good, that's good. Because the Bible says the Holy Ghost filled that place, that's so it became good. like a culture. When I mean culture, it's mm -hmm. biological, chemistry, lab culture. Where So, let me say, everybody that now got born again, we have been baptized and be made to drink into one spirit. Come on. We go back to, uh, to that, that oh, upper room. Yeah. That, that culture that was, that is culture, the spirit of God. Mm. We all go back into it. Come on. And he is the, um, he's the lighter. How do you say this? To ignite. Yes. He's yeah. the igniter yes. of those processes of God within us. I, know. I love that. I love <laughs> so, that. Yes. So, it brings us through the processes of God continually, every one of us. Now, one of the things I've learned about this is that, do you know that God is so faithful that even people that don't know, that did not know in their lifetimes, yeah. all of this we're talking about, mm -hmm. they don't know about the inauguration, they don't know the thing that happened before the inauguration of the feast, they don't know that there was any feast. Mm -hmm. The Lord still takes them by the hand yes, yes, and yes, gives yes, them yes beckons to them to come higher with God, yes. to come deeper with God, and tells them stuff, you know, you know, and all that. So, so you, can, you can read some of the books of D.L. Moody. Yes. You can read Charles Sweeney. Um, all of these guys that did not know all these things, or yes. at least did not teach those things, God still brought them. Yes. You know. So why is God showing it to us at this time? Because there is a general of accuracy in our lives that yes. is on. Oof. Not just accuracy in our teachings, but mm. accuracy in our lives. To live the life of the world. Mm. To live the, so that when we live the life of the world, God has a people mm. that can rule. Mm. And then tabernacles come. Yes, because yes. in the first place, that's why he said, I mean, touch not the oil and the wine. That's right. When he said touch not the oil and the wine, he's talking about the Feast of Tabernacles. Yes, because yes. the Feast of Tabernacles, that's when you see the, the plants that, through which or by which oil and wine is made. Mm. 
or are made. So it says you can't even access tabernacles because you are still um, in the uh, you are still working with barley and working with wheat. Barley and wheat signify Pentecost, and um, barley signifies Passover, and um, uh, Pentecost is wheat because during Passover you harvest barley. During Pentecost you harvest wheat. So I was explaining that sometimes back. I don't yes, know if I can keep this in. Yeah. One of the teachings I did recently. Yes, yes. I said if you were doing a job, if you were employed in, a, in an office, and then you're earning a millionaire in a month. <laughs> I received two. <laughs> you know, or maybe I should have used myself as a <laughs> so that it can come to me, <laughs> you know, and then you divide the money into 30 days, which makes the month, or 31 days, which makes the month, and then all you can do with that money is either to buy three measures of barley, which is for food, or a measure of wheat. That would be an expensive food item. Yes. So it does now mean that, but what the Lord is saying that the spiritual significance of Passover okay. will be bought with your entire life. Come on. Because when oh. you wake up, you are thinking about your job, all you do is your job. Come on. You get it? Yes. So if you, right, if you right. come with, um, maybe it was 30,000 mm-hmm. every day, mm-hmm. you come with 29,900, you couldn't buy it. Yes, 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 yes. yes. So it's like me. If I present all of me yes. and I cut this hand out, says, where is your right hand? Right. I cut this thumb. No, you can't buy this without your right. thumb. It has to be all of you. you have to, yes. So it has to be all of you. Mm. So the farming is going to require all of us to Ooh, purchase it. Come on. Everything our life is about. Come on. To mm. buy it. Mm. So when we have learned to buy Pentecost, mm. that is the newness of that life yes. are different from life in the world. Yes, yes, yes. And then the processing of the spirit, which happens in Pentecost, and the mm-hmm. power, mm-hmm. because I, we have to keep telling our God's people that it's not just about meekness, it's not just about gentleness, yes, <laughs> it's, yes. about, it's also power. Meaning Jesus was not a weakling. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> Jesus was not a weakling. When Jesus saw a sick person, mm-hmm. he treated it like a simple person. Yes. You understand? Because all of them are working against God's plan. That's they are right. against divine government. It is not the government of God for my hand to be like this. Mm. God didn't make it that way. So when I see this, I am as angry as mm. catching somebody stealing, right. as I would if I caught somebody stealing. Mm. So believers have to understand that it's not just about um, the character. Yes, yes, yes. It's also about the power yes, and the yes, wisdom. Yes. Yeah. Man, that was so good. <laughs> mm. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, just down things like I love when you spoke about. Um, how when we have, you know, when these feasts are fulfilled in us, it's almost like we're taken to that moment in time yeah. when they fulfilled a new covenant or we drink yes, from, yes, you know, partake yes. from that culture. Yes. Man, that's so powerful. Um, and that was so good. Um, I love also when you spoke about the, the famine, you know, the, as the seals are being broken, yeah. that place of, you know, full-hearted com- commitment. commitment. All of you. Yes. Oh, Every come on. Wow. This is so enriching. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. We're ministers of reconciliation. Yes. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That's good. That's good. Amen. Yeah. Um, okay. Something else I, th- I thought was also really important too was, um, you know, you mentioned um, the reason for the accuracy that's coming or even right now is because the law, I'm um, sorry, the reason for all these things spelled, spelled out right now is because of the Lord's um, demand for accuracy in this season. Um, you mentioned something I thought was really beautiful because this is actually how we in the cave, you know, came to know about the feast. It wasn't because we studied Jewish anything per se. Yeah, yeah. It was actually because we noticed that after a while that, wait, every single time we feel led to do a meeting, it happened to be during Pentecost, during Passover, oh, wow. during Tabernacle. Oh, we didn't wow. realize at the time. Oh, it wow. took us about three years. And then we now I actually thought that was deliberate. No, oh, no, wow. no, no. It was actually so after, after a while we realized, oh, this is the trend. So we began to do it. even the one. So like even our immersion teen and youth conferences. Yeah. Shout out to the immersion. Let me put the flyer on the screen. If you haven't <laughs> registered, 
go get your tickets. Hallelujah. Amen. <laughs> but even um, the immersion, which is funny because it's Father of Lights. Um, I remember one specific time we were praying and praying and praying, and I just knew there is a feast somewhere. I just knew because the trend has been that we'll be seeking the Lord, and then the Lord says, do, do a program, do a conference, do a meeting, do not reach, do something. So I remember this December, 2017, December, I was praying, and I think that time there was like all these cosmic events. There was like an asteroid that was called Gemini, it was called Photon, and then there was two of them. So there were Gemini twins, and it had something to do with my sisters on my mom's birthday, and it was just some prophetic alignment <laughs> oh, wow. thing or whatever. But long story short, though, um, I was praying, asking, well, what feast is this? And I, I feel like I either heard or I saw a vision or something, whatever, about light. So I went online, I checked Jewish feast in December, Hanukkah. Oh, I wow. never knew about that. I was like, Feast of light. It's not a canon feast per se, yeah, yeah. but I know Jesus Christ made reference to it and in, in the scripture when he says, I'm the light of the world or something yeah. or whatever. Um, so even the other ones too, like Tub Shavat, that's when we have Yahweh, Yahweh's face, the Feast okay. of Trees. And immediately after that was when we discovered the Feast of Trees. So like, anyway, so I'm just saying this because of what wow. you said about the Lord taking people by the hand yeah. and yeah. leading them and still. Leading them, yeah. yes, absolutely. So this is not like, um, this is like a um, apologetics for the feast of israel <laughs> it's not like we're trying to force something no. like something doctrinal per se or whatever no. you're going to find that if you're walking with the holy spirit he will be leading you in this in direction the path of those feasts yeah he will be making leading you to celebrating those feasts that's oof, I love that. the celebration of those feasts are mm. uh, um actually in this time and day is in our lives mm. as we conform to god's original intent mm. God's original statutes of those feasts, which Moses saw and instituted upon the earth, you know. So that's so what God means is our celebration of it, yes. and that is imputing it into our lives, you know, making it to making it our experience. You understand? Because um, I I know that um, in some places in Scripture they celebrated. I mean, rather in the modern times, um, believers celebrate those feasts. Um, just the way the Jews celebrated them and still celebrate them today. They, I would encourage you, if you are a part of that, to move in a little bit into God's accuracy. We can acknowledge it, we can even wear what they wear, we can do things they do, but make sure that you're celebrating the feasts in your life. You know, make sure you are hearing the preparation of the fact that the Lord is coming at the Feast of Trumpets. And make sure that you're washing your um, you're washing your um, clothes and yes. making them white and the yes. blood of the lamb. Yes. You see, because um, one of the, the, you know, during the Feast of Trumpets, when it was time for this Feast of Trumpets, the seventh month, the first day, the wood, um, trumpet could not be heard Israelite because it's a big land, yes. you know. They couldn't hear the trumpets everywhere. So they would make little fires, which they would put little woods together as traditionally, mm. uh, try fires in them. So when the, the smoke, smoke begins to go up, this person, oh, wow, it's true, it's true, it's, it's time. time. Then <laughs> that one lights its, lights its own, and everybody knows wow. that, oh, it is the time for the feast of trumpet. Then two will be in the field, mm. and uh, one will go because. Uh, there was a reference to that by one of our brothers, um, forgetting his name now, uh, Michael Rood. Okay. You know, Michael Rood. Yes, sir. Yeah, and he explained this very well. Yeah, he talked about the fact that, you know, in those days, there were more, I mean, on a farm, um, some, some, some will be Jews, some will be non Jews. The non Jews, for the non Jews, it was not composite for them to celebrate the feast, you know, but for the Jews, it was composite. So when you have two people, on the field, one goes to prepare because what it means is that once the day of trumpet, the feast of trumpet is blown, you have to go wash your clothes in preparation for the great day of atonement and for the feast of tabernacles. So Jesus says one will be in the field, one, and one, two will be in the field, one will be taken, one the other will be left. So one is taken to go prepare. Right. Yes. For the, and they wash their clothes. So gotcha. how do we prepare for the Feast of Trumpet today? Mm -hmm. We are hearing the warning, the Lord is at hand. The kingdom of God is here. We're getting, the whole world is getting dissatisfied. Why should the world, that's even for the worldlings, yes, why yes, should yes. the earth be like this? Why yes, should the world be yes, like this? Yes. You know, and then in the scientific world, they are beginning to wonder, why should people die? 
why should we die? You understand? So something is already triggering something that um, bringing even bring uh, death is an enemy. You understand? And all that. So when the trumpet sound, I would prepare that we begin to wash our roads in preparation for the feast of the greater atonement because we come with our white robes to ask the Lord, Lord, you know, forgive, cleanse. That was the way it was size. I mean, break this or the, 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 the 10 days of awe. Ten days of awe, yes, yes. And all that. So, um, you know, they come and begin to pray. The priest goes in, inside. Yes, and yes. the people are outside praying and all of that. The way we do that is that we are asking the Lord to cleanse us. We are dissatisfied with our life states. You know, we're washing our feet, our conversation. We are adjusting to the world and adjusting ourselves to the world continually so that we are, until we are totally cleansed. You know, a lot of people will be cleansed fully and a lot of people will be cleansed in their heart. At least they do not mean to do whatever has been a plug in their heart, but they find themselves doing to those the trumpets. Right. Bringing all the judgments right. begin to come upon them, you know, because God wants to rid them of the enemies. There's no there are very few believers who want to keep doing what right. they are doing that is wrong. That's wrong. Yes, yes. You know, everybody wants to be relieved mm -hmm. because That's right. when a believer sins, it doesn't seem like the world. Yes, yes. Because you are no longer you, you're no longer a composite person who who is at home with the sin or with the faults right. or with the fear. Or with the sickness something tells you this is not right this is not the government of god and then so you begin to desire to fight to fight you know and then as you as you yield to the trumpet well there are seven as you yield to the trumpet that's why paul says by the time you yield to the seven trumpet the mystery is revealed in you and i interpret it this way Whatever makes God a mystery to us is removed. Yes, 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 yes. yes. Explain that. <laughs> I like that. Whatever makes God a so we see him face to face and divine union yes. is accomplished. He's like the wife on the day of wedding yes. removes yes. her clothes That's and the big. husband yes. and then there is copulation That's and the man child comes forth. Yes. Ooh, ooh, come on, come on. And that was what happened. That was what happened with the ten virgins. That's good. The five virgins eventually were eating of the showbread. Mm until you know so they were getting seed from christ that's good and that, that was the woman you saw that was represented as that's one right. in revelation 12. that's good who now um gave birth to the man child that's good that's a virgin church but we call you know they're the yes. virgin church yes. they're not a church that is full of world ideas you know if they are successful they have not been brought to the place of what you call success because they are following man's that's ideas right. that's right. the seed of christ that's in, right. they are continually led yeah. Oof, that was powerful. Thank you, Jesus. Wow. Um, man, I feel like the this theme of I I love what you said. This theme of every believer, you know, the prayer of the saints, kind yeah. of every believer, dissatisfaction yeah. with the status quo, dissatisfaction yeah. with um, this place where our union with Messiah is not like fully manifest, mm -hmm, if that makes mm -hmm. sense, where there's still yeah. contradiction, so there's yeah. still misdiscrepancies or whatever, things that are not as they ought to be, if yeah. that makes sense. That yeah. phrase Jesus Christ said, ought not this woman being a daughter mm -hmm. of Abraham, shouldn't she be free by now mm -hmm. from this ailment? When Jesus comes into the temple, yes, 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 he frees the woman. The so when Jesus occupies the temple, beautiful. <laughs> then whatever has incapacitated us from expressing the ultimate life of God yes, yes. will be removed. Come on, come on. Yeah. This is a theme that you know, we've, been, we've been looking at too. You know, you mentioned um, the walls of Jericho coming yeah. down, that, yeah. the, that barricade. Yeah. There's a theme, um, I also noticed because of the Bible project, they showed how um, God's descent on Mount Sinai. Um, it's another picture of that too. How when he descended on Mount Sinai, he told Moses they shouldn't come close to the mountain, should even touch it. Set a yeah. boundary around yeah. the thing. But when the trumpet sounds long, yeah. then the people shall come up. Then the barricade comes down. Yeah. So that wow. theme of wow. trumpet coming, um, you know, removing the barricade, so to speak, yeah. or things hindering, you know. So yeah. even the seven trumpets, the mystery of God yeah. being dissolved, if yes. that makes sense. And God is no longer a mystery to yes. us. 
Hallelujah. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Um, looking forward to when the entire body will be coming into this. Um, that, yeah. That's a major, um, I feel like a major, will I say, thrust. Yes. Um, given the scope of the book of Revelation, yes. being not just, yes, internally for each person, yes. Yeah. So, you know, he that has an ear, let him hear. Yeah. But the Lord is also speaking to the churches yes. and mass. And yes. I yeah. feel like this, um, I don't know if you can share more on the Manchow Company and um, maybe that pr um, progression from um, the holy place, the most holy, because we, we mapped out the Manchow Company um, basically as the seven churches, the Lord was promising them, hey, if y'all would respond in all the way admonitions he gave them in chapters two and three mm -hmm. all that was like they're washing their clothes they're getting yeah. themselves ready yeah. and the fruits of that were that they transformed from being candlestick churches in of themselves to yeah. becoming the ark of the covenant and the magical yeah. company as the the, the 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 ark within the temple if yeah. that makes sense yeah. or whatever yeah. so i don't know if you could share um, shed some more light on that okay now and i would like to first of all i would like everybody to go read I mean, go listen to the messages that we give about, um, we call it the keys to the book of Revelation. So the keys to, un keys to the book of Revelation, or keys to the sign of the book of Revelation. We, okay, yes, I am pastor, yes, yes, we've been recording yes, 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 for yes. some five days. Now, um, okay, I, recently, like there's a new recently. one. Recently. Okay, I think you meant the one from before. There's one you no, did before. <laughs> no. Gotcha, gotcha. So, I don't know whether any of us growing up had seen our mothers use some certain types of um, mirrors with backs that could reflect. When you see the mirror, where the back of the mirror, when you turn, let's say this is the front of the mirror, the back of the mirror, when you look at it this way, it shows a beautiful woman. When you turn it like this, the reflection of the light shows a footballer or something else. <laughs> Maybe you don't understand that. Holograms I think or it's not hologram. It's just a type of material. Okay. Where you can it can give you two pictures two at the same depending time. No, on how how the light reflects on it. <laughs> yeah. So we have that, and so in that way the feast, I mean, or the the tabernacle patterns are like that. Oh, yeah. Come on. So there is a place where we have always defined it from, which is from the place of moving from the outer court to the holy place and to the holiest of all. There's also a part whereby each of those furnishings in themselves had the beginnings and ends of journeys. That's good. That's good. So yes, I like yes, everybody yes. to listen yes, to that. Yes, that's and, good. Uh, because let's, if we look at the, brazen, the brass altar, mm. which is in the outer court, mm. that, was, that was the ministry of the seals. Because the guys who resurrected yes, right. resurrected yes. from under the brazen yes. altar. Yes, 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 yes. So that means that is the ministry of the brazen altar. If you and it began from the white horse rider, by the time the black I mean the chloros horse yes. rider, green horse rider rider fulfills his work, then we see that um, death is accomplished. Then you don't see the guys that are called to say, Come and see. That's right. They have finished yes. their work, they are yes. for. They have accomplished death. Once death to the Adamic in us is accomplished, those guys they have finished their work. They brought us back to the path of life. Yes, they opened yes. it back to us. Yes. Oh, you know. That's so powerful. Yeah. So next time, by the fifth seal, you see the Lord saying, I mean, you see the writer saying, and I saw. Before they were inviting him to come and see. Now he was now seeing by himself. Yes, yes. Okay, because death had been accomplished. Good. Yeah. It was done at the brazen altar. Then when you see the menorah ministry also, which the Lord talked about as the churches, the, all the instructions to each of those churches, let's say the instructions were now obeyed, and you see that it's the fullness. In fact, all of the promises, by the time you put all of the four promises together on the high priest, that's right. the clothing of the high priest that's is complete. Right. That's right. I'll give you a new name, I'll that's give you right. a new robe, I'll give you this. It's, 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 yeah, it's a fulfillment of the, of the clothing of the high priest. So, which gives us the, uh, so the menorah fulfills everything, yes. the brazen altar fulfills everything, mm -hmm. even the, the lava of water is yes, fulfilled in labor, yes, Revelation 15. That's good, that's good, that's good. <laughs> they were on, the, on the, yeah, on the sea of sea glass of burning with fire. Come on. I know that that sea of glass reflects mm -hmm. Christ to us, that's and they will begin to change. You see, these wow. are those who have gone through tribulation <laughs> yes. and have overcome the beast, his image, and his name. Mm. The system that this world throws up against us. Mm. I'm seeing something because, like, 
the, like you know we've shared this before how um when god called moses to the mountain that thing he wanted them to become was what the tabernacle illustrated yeah and so there would have been families that would have been candlestick families yes. brazen labor families yes. and altar families so yeah. i always thought in my mind okay the nexus or the whole goal is just the ark but you're showing how Yes, but then each of them. Redeem themselves. Yes, yes. Yeah. That's good. It's like you can take a, a DNA from yourself and recreate you. Yes. So yes. each of them within themselves so have that. Good. Man. <laughs> you know, have that. Mm. So in case you lived at a at an age mm. where it was not yet time, they could tell you, take your white robe and we come on, come on, come on. You know? Mm. And all that. That makes sense because you mm. see the book of Revelation, it says um the foundation. Where the twelve yes. um, apostles. That's the showbread. Yes, yes. Wow, That's wow, the ministry wow, of the showbread. You know, right. it starts from Ruben and ends. Yes, yes. So all of them are composite on That's their right. own. That's and you know right. how you now know that this is the intention of God, or that by the time Revelation eleven finishes, mm -hmm. it says, by the time they blew the temple, yes, the trumpet, it said yes. the the, the ark of the, the, the temple of God was open and the ark was seen. That's, That's right. right. That's right. That's right. Come then on. we now begin again from Revelation twelve mm -hmm. to describe. It's just the Lord using different templates yes. to talk about the same thing. Yes, 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 yes. So good, so good. <laughs> then also, we would really, I mean, talking about the other template that you talked about, yes, it is very true. Mm. Because from the outer court is a least place. That's mm. the 34th realm. Mm. That's the place where the sun mm. right. uh, and the moon are the governors, you know, the, are the governors of our lives. Mm. You know, uh, K.E.W. Kenyon said, all of the understanding that man has gotten has been on that has been supplied by the sun and the moon and the stars if there was no sun we will we we will die of cold <laughs> we will frozen to death if there was no stars we wouldn't understand the coordinates and all, all of that you know but we need those lights you know in order to govern our lives all the education we have received have been under the sun that's why the scriptures say there's no new thing under the sun. Right, it right. is under the sun that we have the revelation of things. Yes. So the outer court represents a place where um, we, the governance of our lives, of our thoughts, of our words, of our behaviors are by the natural lights, right, which right, can right, dim right. today. Right. Sometimes the sun does not shine. Cloud. <laughs> Clouds, rains, and all of Moon, that. Nighttime. Yes. And then, of course, we know that also the, the, the children, the children, it's also the children's realm. When you go, just got born again and you're learning yes. Christ, yes. Yes. you are at the brazen uh, altar where you're sacrificing for sin. You are the brazen altar where you're making sacrifices for sins. <laughs> Praise God. Hallelujah. When I see those kinds of things, I begin to repeat myself. <laughs> right, right. Praise God. Hallelujah. <laughs> when you're, you know, you are the brazen altar where you're making sacrifice for sin. Mm -hmm. But let's not also forget that the highest sacrifice is also offered at the brazen altar, mm -hmm. where which is this uh, called the bond offering. Right, 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 right. Presenting ourselves as living sacrifices. That's good. That's good. That's the highest offering in that place. Yes, yes. Um, you know, but. Um, the two lowest offerings, mm. which are sacrifice for sin, the um, um, sin offering and the mm. trespass offering, mm. the negative sacrifices, yeah, and then right, the positive right. one, which are the free will offerings, yes, 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 the yes, peace yes. offering, the meat offering, and the bond offering. The peace offering represents praise and worship, the meat offering represents giving, mm. then the bond offering representing the uh, submission of ourselves. But generally speaking, if you're looking for that other paradigm, yes, the holy place, the outer court is the lowest realm. Mm. But as we journey to the holy place, we see that we went to Eden. Mm. Right. Because the curtain of yes. that place is made of flowers and fruits and angels and cherubims, which blocked Eden. That's so right. it is a place of the revelation of the lights, mm. of the life Come of on. Christ. Mm. So we have gone forward a bit. Then by the time we, the ministration, we allow the menorah to minister to us and the showbread to minister to us then we go into the holiest of all where the light that is there is not natural it's That's the right. glory of god and then we become inheritors of the city of god 
as inheritors of the city of God, what does that mean? It means we are in a place where the light, the, our light, that which instructs us, that which is the foundation of our thoughts, words, behaviors, insinuations, personalities, are not informed by natural light, natural teaching, human behaviors, you know, like that those of animals and all that. Right. You right. Know. So, um, so that is what the city of God is, because yes. in that city, nothing unclean is there. Yes, no night there. Uh -huh. So the, the Bible also says there's no candlestick. No oh, wow. I love that. I, it excites me a lot mm -hmm. to know no sun, no moon, no stars. Yes. No, even the light of the candle is no longer there. Right, so right. we left the holy place and now in the holy of I don't know whether I was able to explain that as I should to uh, oh, it was beautiful. the people of God. <laughs> but if you have questions, well, yes, please. If you have questions, um, the chat room is open and uh, we definitely still have time minutes left. So please, if you have questions, don't be afraid to ask them. And um, on Facebook, from Facebook, please um, join us on Zoom where the animals we don't have is going to jump in quick or visit kvdoom.org slash Zoom and automatically you're going to find yourself in this room. Um, someone has a question? Okay, I thought someone had a question. All right, cool. <laughs> Hallelujah. Okay, um, Pastor Daly, it's such a wonderful time having you here uh, with us. While you guys were talking, something just struck me. Actually, not just you, but um, a new friend of mine, a new Jewish rabbi that um, okay. I listened to. And um, while you were talking about um, the feasts, you know, scripture says that Christ is our Passover. Yes. So, which means that seven. when you want to talk about Passover, you're talking about Christ, Christ Jesus. Do you understand? Yes. So, if He's our Passover, so we can't shy away from Passover. Do you understand? Feast as the feast of the Lord. But I, I'm beginning to see that the feast themselves are actually the Lord himself. Wow. Wow. Do you wow. understand? Wow. You know, because when we talk about tabernacle, when you talk about tabernacle, mm. okay, what are you saying? Mm. Emmanuel. It means God that Emmanuel, God with us. <laughs> yeah, so it means absolutely. that the person of, of Christ God has come permanently, permanently with us. us. So that's his name. Amen. Do you understand? You yeah. Know? So um that's something that struck me. Um, and that's when um, we begin to, and this is why it's important for us to link our Christianity, yeah. okay, or our life as believers. This is why we have to link it to the uh, Jewish, because that's our foundation. Mm. You understand? Abraham yeah. is our father. Yes. That's the originator of this life that we, we see, right? Mm. Uh, you know the the Jews, the book of uh, Romans chapter eleven says that they, they will be provoked. Mm. So what is it that will provoke them? Do yeah. you understand? Yes. When they begin to see the heritage, you know what had upgraded them above all the nations of the world. Mm. What made them the head and not the tail? What made them always above and never beneath? Mm. What made them a delightsome nation? Mm. When they now see the proposal that God had mm. brought to them in the uh, book of Exodus, you understand? When he mm. says, I'm going to make you a nation of priests, that's what I want. Yeah. And they now begin to see that, oh, 
the Gentiles. Peter now says, for you are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood. They're like, that's our heritage. That belongs, yes, yes, to, yes, us. That belongs to us. How dare they? I mean, yeah. we thought we were better than them. Oh, so you mean we have been blinded all this while? Mm. You understand? Yes. And then they are now provoked to, to generosity. begin to run to that inheritance. Mm -hmm. Why? Because um, through their uh, blindness, mm -hmm. we, gone, we got access. That's right. And listen, you know, we uh, uh, you know, like showing off just being very casual about a Christian war. Okay, so maybe we actually has a little praise. Uh, so I want to say thank you to Pastor Daly and uh, Pastor Francis for all that uh, you guys have uh, done today. I believe God that um, we will begin to rethink, you know, begin to look back into our Judeo Christian heritage. heritage. That's right, because yes. like I said um, on Saturday, that um, the forces that we're fighting against understand heritage, yeah. they understand genealogy, yes, and they absolutely. go all the way to see that they link themselves to their roots. Mm. And we have to learn to mm. link ourselves to our roots. Mm. And why would um, Paul, shall we say, that we are um, overshadowed with such a great cloud of witnesses? witnesses. Those witnesses, who are they? Mm. You understand? These are all the heroes were of this, faith. Yeah. Who were mainly Jewish. That's right. Who were mainly Jewish. Yeah. You understand? You know, yeah. So we shouldn't detach ourselves from our heritage. Sure. You understand? Because uh, <laughs> that remember when I was uh, on Saturday, I used uh, the uh, Wakanda uh, Forever. Uh, phrase, <laughs> phrase. I said, don't go back. <laughs> so today, I want to use the... Uh, uh, I bought uh, a <laughs> phrase and say, Mwonyeke <laughs> praise the Lord. Who's, who's your father? Yeah. Do you understand? I don't know. Yeah. Yoruba, what does the Yoruba say? What, what am I supposed to interpret? That's uh, uh, who's your father? Or where did you come from? Who's your father? Tani Babae. That's right. So that's <laughs> uh, Abraham Nibabami. Okay, yeah, you got it. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. Praise and God. something came to me again. Yeah, of course. Um, mm. to us. Mm. So if somebody decides to wear Jewish clothes, mm. we should not complain. Mm. Because the, the one we're wearing, I, I, Did you hear that? <laughs> I don't. Uh, but a lot of free alone. Without right. what you're wearing today are English clothes. That's right. Two hundred years ago, you would not be wearing this. That's you're right. wearing something from Asia. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Is it the rappers that the men tie there? Oh yeah. And hats. And a lot hats. Today you shirts. 
No, yeah. just tie a wrapper and throw, throw it over the shoulder. Okay, yeah. Wear. So, if a believer decides to wear Jewish clothes, I don't think we should raise too much, too much eyebrows. <laughs> because even this one isn't natural. Is it? It's not customary. It's not customary to us. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We praise the Lord. Thank you so much Amen. for uh, spending time with us today. Uh, hopefully, um, we're going to uh, continue, you know, this series um, as time goes on. Pastor Dale is going to be with us for a few more days. Uh, okay. Yeah, you're not going to leave. You're not leaving. Okay. Okay. Monday. I'm leaving on Monday. You're leaving on this Monday? <laughs> yeah, this Monday. Oh, that's true, on the, on the 14th. Are you serious? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, my God. <laughs> we'll have to get the best out of you. Praise <laughs> God. So thank you so much, everyone, for uh, spending time with us. God bless you. We love you so much. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 Bye-bye. Thank you so much for joining us, beloved. Um, tonight's session is over. Please want to remind you to register for um, the immersion, Father of Lights, and our prayer meeting tomorrow morning kicks off at um, 6 a.m. Then we have the prayer stretch that starts tomorrow at midnight. Um, I had the flyer, but unfortunately, uh, my iPad died, and so I, I can't post it on the screen right now. So, apologies for that. But please join us tomorrow. 24 hours, um, midnight, 11.55 p.m. till midnight on Friday. So all three, we want to build up um, spiritual momentum for a whole bunch of stuff that we'll have us do. So don't forget, register for Father of Life for the Immersion, um, prayer some more morning, and we also have the prayer stretch um, um, on Thursday at tomorrow at 11 p.m. And we have Melchizedek School at 4 p.m. So please, if you can, please join us for that wonderful time in God's presence. And if I have the flyer for that. Um, anyways, you guys know what Melchizedek School is, right? So please join us. <laughs> Love y'all. You have a good night, okay? Jesus loves you.